Hello gorgeous gorgeous girls and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriends. I'm Lindsay and as you can probably hear I'm starting to get the cold but it's okay because I'm here with Sophie who I think also has the cold so you've got our nasally voices to enjoy for the next hour. <laughs> I just cannot get well like I don't know what's going on I'm just I'm keeping limbs in business at the minute I think. <laughs> Oh, I just I bought cold and flu tablets. I've just re- remembered that I didn't take the second dose, oh, so I'm not gonna it. get better. <laughs> you're in control of your own health. Take your medication. Yes. <laughs> I'm terrible. Like my memory is so bad, <laughs> but it's okay because we are discussing part two of the Monsters of Rock challenge today. Do, I love that they've split it into two. Like I was kind of saying last week that it was nice that the looks are getting a moment and it's nice that the like the band, like the lip sync part is getting a moment. And now that it's all done, I'm just like, right, this we have to do it this way every single year now. I can't go back. I completely agree. I think it's nice that we're getting just time to kind of marinate for one want of a better word in like the whole process of creating a look well we'll get two looks really don't we um you know and getting to see like the whole recording rehearsal performance process more of this please yeah absolutely um I've also realized this week that I am terrible at predicting what is going to happen <laughs> on Dragula because I think everything I thought would happen, the complete opposite did. So <laughs> made for an interesting episode because I I clearly did not I could not predict the monster's actions. Um so let's get into it. Um I loved the cold open this week. Um when the billies were like it's a part two, like buzz off. <laughs> I thought that was so We've funny. done our time. We've done the introduction. Leave us alone. <laughs> the the is I think for all like, you know, if you saw a picture of the bullies or whatever, you'd be like, oh, they look quite um a little bit scary, a little bit spooky. They're so just goofy and hilarious. Like I love all these little skits and things that they've been doing this season. I just think they're just getting better and better each week. Yeah, I love getting to know them kind of through the show and like what their humour is. Yeah. And like their eye for style, obviously, as well. Because yeah, if you looked at them, you'd be like, oh, oh, I should stay away from them. But it's like you watch the show and it's just like actually you know that they're a, a really good laugh. So in the lab. The monsters discuss the previous extermination and Jarvis's departure. And I think one good point out of this uh, discussion is that Jay seems to have semi, like, received some respect from some of the monsters because it's commented quite a lot that their performance was excellent. Uh, so that seems to have changed some hearts and minds on Jay. Uh, what do you think for about all that? of about for all of about five minutes at yeah. least? But um, <laughs> it's something. You know, we'll take what we can get at this point. Um, I think you know it was really heartwarming for for Jay to get that little moment in the sun of like you know your your performance was 
really good. We really respect that you're still here. Like you're clearly someone to be reckoned with. I just, yeah, it's it's about time JK gets her flowers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but then kind of immediately after that, all of the drama surrounding Jay is brought up and Cynthia mentions like, you know, last week I took you aside to make sure you're okay and then in the performance you look me dead in the eyes and flip me off as Americans would say. Um, What do you think about this? Because I like, I don't know if I'm being like too much of a GK apologist here but I'm just like, it was just the feeling of the song, wasn't it? It was just a, like, fuck you. Like, I don't know if it actually meant anything or is Cynthia right and that's bang out of order. Like, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I can see it from both sides. Yeah, I'm there too because I think the little clip that we saw, I'd, I'd have to go back and watch the kind of the previous week to see if you saw any more in the overall performance. But... Was it just that she was giving the middle finger to Cynthia or was it just like, this is a very like punky performance. I'm just going to fucking give everyone the finger. This is a very like, yeah, like punk performance kind of thing. It's not directed at anyone in particular. It's just part of my stage presence. It's part of this character that I'm bringing across in this performance. I think, I don't know, I, I, I can't see me being pissed off with mm. that but obviously when you're in these kind of environments tensions do get really high you are really sensitive and bad bitches get sensitive too <laughs> which i need on a fucking t-shirt immediately exactly <laughs> so jay that's where i think jay is a bit out of pocket jay replies that like they think that if cynthia is upset by that then maybe they aren't that much of a monster Mm. And then Cynthia in Confessionals gives absolutely iconic lines like, bad bitches get sensitive too. And I was just like applauding, like, yes, Cynthia. I feel like this episode, and there's another bit like in like a minute that I was like rolling on the floor laughing. I I need her to get to the end, even if she's yeah. close to the end and safe the whole time, because I need Cynthia Confessionals every single episode like i need to know that bitch thinks at all times oh they bring us so much joy i can't (laughs) even tell you like it is the pitch perfect like every time like just they are just so good like so fucking quick it's yeah amazing (laughs) so like after like they're kind of having their back and forth Throb Zombie absolutely flips their lid and is just like I am not fucking happy to be working with you people because all you're doing is bitching and fucking moaning if I end up in the bottom because of you I'm going to rip all your fucking heads off I was like whoa but also like very true like in a team Mm. we all know even what it's like when you're at uni or at school or whatever a group project and there's always some cunt that does no work whatsoever but gets part of the grade. And it's just like one person doing badly is going to let them all down. So they all have to work together. And I think like Throb like going off at them all is exactly what they needed. Yeah. 
Throb got them bitches in line. Even I was like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> when are we getting to work? When, oh, God, okay, yeah. Like, it was, like you're very right, though, it was needed. Like, we kind of be having all this, like, bitching, arguing, getting at each other over, like, really stupid shit. Like, mm. we're, we're in a competition. I think, yeah, they're officially halfway through now. And this is the challenge like everyone knows this is the bully's favorite challenge it's you know the one that that happens every single year it's the one you've got to do fucking well in and I think because you know it is a team challenge you might be the drummer stuck at the back you've got to give it your fucking all um and and you cannot be the weak link like you all have to be given a hundred percent so I think it was definitely needed I think this whole season when everyone's been getting that jake here and everyone's been kind of arguing here there and, and everywhere we've needed that kind of person to come in and be like well you all just shut the fuck up like stop getting at our queen our like the people's princess jk stop stop it um let's just get back to the competition and having fun which after this like we were saying off mic beforehand this episode's class like what a joy to watch this episode was absolutely um so in confessionals Cynthia's like talks about Black Bitty and Anna and they've got drama and kind of like oh I don't know if that team's gonna get on particularly well cuts into the lab and they're having like a little love it <laughs> And it's the record scratch straight to confessionals. Well, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> the way that is going to become a permanent part of my vocabulary now, I can't even tell you. <laughs> it's so good. For the first time, like, it was so unexpected. Like, I was cackling my head off. It's just, uh, Cynthia just has the best reactions like to everything that's going on but it was also it was so I don't know if it was so weird or it was just like nice to get the clarification like I think the first time I watched it I was a bit like mm. and then the second time I was like no actually I believe what Blackberry's saying and I think yeah. it, it the way it came out I was like pissed at Blackberry I was like this is really bitchy and horrible but like hearing what she had to say of like I don't actually think she meant it that way no definitely not uh so the bullies appear via video to explain the second part of the challenge and that would be the monsters recording their vocals for gods of death and that they also have to come up with a cohesive band look Drac was <laughs> making it painfully aware that this is a second look. There are two looks for this challenge. And I was trying to remember if, like, last year there was an issue with that or something. Like, can you remember? I can't remember. No, I can't. Maybe it's just to be, like, really clear of, like, right, one episode, one look, second episode, second look. It needs to be really different. Like, this is, you know, it's kind of the same... You know, it's under the same umbrella, but, you know, we had the first, like, you need to come up with, like, you know, rock rock icon, rock monster kind of thing, where this is, you're in a band, you need to look like a band kind of yeah. thing. Okay, that's fine. I just, like, I was, like, I just wanted to double check, so I was, like, is this, is this a reference to something? Because I can't remember. But that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, so we see the team start to practice, 
um, we see Fantasia's team first and like immediately I feel like the red flags are red flagging um, mm. Anna's passing comment that Fantasia isn't much of a leader which I was quite surprised about um, and Neil looks like she's never seen a guitar before in her life that was literally that, my note has Neil ever seen an instrument in her life ever <laughs> and that, like Throb kind of passes comment at one point and it's like I don't like the tone of it it's very you should know how to know this music and it's like well people can like different music like it's not that big a deal but I'm like even the poppiest pop girly the most classical classic listening music person ever knows what a guitar is and how it's used surely mm. so I'm very confused as to I mean, you see Neo's Spotify wrapped, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was Spotify wrapped day yesterday, and it's like, that's who Spotify wrapped I need to see. Because I'm like, how does this woman not know how to play a guitar? Like, not even knowing what a plectrum is. Like, yeah, I have like, I'm deeply concerned. You okay, hon? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Like, yeah. But the, the fact that she was like, I'm just going to deliver like hotness and vibes. I was like, yeah, I mean, that is a mood, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, like that's what, that's what like she's been doing. Like she's very much, and I know some people use it disparagingly, but she's very much like a look queen. Mm. Um, which is, there's nothing wrong with that, but... Yeah, this is a legacy challenge. You think maybe you would have got a blow up guitar <laughs> practiced? Like they're not that expensive, um, mm. the air guitar, you know. So yeah, I was immediately like quite concerned, and then the kind of lack of leadership that's spoken about. Whereas, yeah. go over to or Gossex team, and like last week, I was very, very concerned about this team because Orgotics using words like they will obey me. And I was like, oh my God, this crazy person is going to be like a dictator and it's going to go horribly, horribly wrong. And it was the most collaborative, vibey team like ever like everything just meshed so well together and I think that kind of the passion and the I don't want to say hatred but the dislike for one another like pushed them forward it was very Fleetwood Mac recording rumors like (laughs) we cannot fucking stand each other it's all fallen apart but we will give you an absolutely iconic performance at the end of the day (laughs) we also get to see the teams uh, recording their vocals Um, again Orgotics team like seem to be doing a really good job despite earlier we see that Fantasia's team there's a lot of singers uh, but then they come to do it and Neil starts screaming and I was quite frightened. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That in my headphones at like half six in the morning. I was like, <laughs> no, the rapture's happening. Oh my God. <laughs> Can we just talk as well about Fant- like the clip of Fantasia singing? Because... The longer that went on, I was like, "I'm. This is hilarious. This is so like I just wasn't. 
I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> you maybe needed to cut that. Maybe like four notes earlier at least. I think we get it. You can sing. You're a performer. It's amazing. Um, but wow. <laughs> um. So then we get a look into what the bands are kind of thinking <clears throat> aesthetic wise, and again, like. Orgotics team are very much leaning into Orgotics aesthetic and they start talking about how they made these horns and stuff and Orgotic is like themselves like putting everybody into drag as well like very much taking a hands-on approach to it whereas Fantasia's team are going for a kiss theme uh, which I was a bit like oh because Blackberry did a kind of kiss inspired makeup last week so I was surprised that wasn't brought up during judging actually mm-hmm. um, and very much going for a more like individualistic type uh, aesthetic so what did you what did you think of the, the band looks? I think you know the orgotic like you could clearly see they were a band like but what I liked about it was it, it still had like individual aspect so it was like this is it's all clear like we're all clearly together it's like you know when like I don't know like the Saturdays for example when you see them on their album covers and they've all got different coloured snazzy tights on yes but they've all got their like iconic look like you can clearly tell they're a band but yeah they're still together whereas I think for Fantasia's team it was just like this is the theme run with it we're not going to have like something that's the same where it is like you know all of the head pieces or anything it's like oh we'll do you know do black and white makeup do do kiss inspired but like your interpretation of it where you know that is very broad and mm. I think like that that whole theme is quite old hat at this point isn't it like we've seen yeah. it so many times um so yeah I just think you know everything from start to finish for Orgotic, that band, it was what they called chaotic, um, which again, like that, that is just incorporating everything, isn't it? Mm. Um, you know, from start to finish, it was this is the vision, this is the execution, and it was just perfect from start to finish. Absolutely. So we have our two bands, Chaotic and Hell's Foreplay, perform the Bully's song Gods of Death. What did you think of the song for starters? Because I loved it. I like I wasn't sure what to expect. And then when it came on, I was like, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting, but I absolutely love this. No, I agree. I think I'm gonna have to like listen to it like loads more. I just mm. I really enjoy it. I like the kind of just the whole song. It's just a bop. But it's like, it's very, like you say, it's very different than what I was expecting. And I like, I really like seeing how everyone kind of performed the song, how they like brought it to life. Um, Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, like I really love Time to Die. Like that's on my playlist um, that I listen to. But it's a bit more like dancey. Whereas this is like, go, this is like very much like 80s rock. And I, I really like it. So, yeah, I need to add that to the playlist as well. Absolutely. Um, 
so in terms of like the actual performance like is there people who stand out for you for like good or bad reasons like oh I just loved Cynthia like Cynthia I think was one of my favorites this week um just the whole performance was just so it was just unreal it was like it was punk it was like it was gross it was like sexy um that whole like interlude with like her and and throb like it was just it was great like I think if obviously it's difficult isn't it because Orgotic was the, the band leader but I think I think Cynthia would probably if you took out of you know that being an aspect I think she they probably would have been really up there in terms of like you know winners and things. I think that is one of the downsides to the Monsters of Rock <clears throat> Challenge is that like these bad leaders are picked fine, but it's really a head to head competition for winner between the band leaders. Like yeah. nobody else ever gets a look in, um, which is fair, I guess, because like the challenge is to lead the team. But it means that, yeah, like nobody else gets a look in. Um, I love the way that Cynthia and Throm worked together. I felt like yeah. they were a great twosome. I loved that um, Chaotic had these really like cohesive stunts. Like mm. they would have planned all of these things, but it felt really organic. Uh, like they were just yeah. like throwing caution to the wind, but, you know, they planned like the blood thing. You know, Cynthia and Throb would have planned Snogging and all the other things, uh, but it didn't feel like that at all. Yeah, it didn't look like, okay, right, at this point in the song, I'm going to chuck blood over you. At this point in the song, I'm going to lick your bare bum crack. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is just, it, it looked like a very natural performance, like what you would say if you went down, you know, to your local rock club or whatever and, and saw a band that was performing um I think for the other team you know I, I agree with them that I think Blackberry like you know it's really hard being the drummer at the back and being so like expressive and being able to be remembered given a really great performance I thought you know Blackberry like just absolutely killed it and I think like Neo for all you know girl clearly doesn't know what a guitar is and was holding it like a handbag bless her like it that veered over and like it's so bad it's good like you remember that performance mm. and kind of you can't take your eyes off her because you're just thinking what the fuck is she doing <laughs> it did get to like that stage like I was watching her and I was just like what are you doing but at the same time like I couldn't take my eyes off her I mean it was very like surrealist wasn't it Hi, camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Blackberry got a shout out because, like you said, like the drummers are often overlooked, and I highly think they have the hardest job in this challenge because I'm just like, obviously with the electric guitars, like you can play along, but it's just like no sound really comes out of them because they're electric guitars. But like with the drums, I'm like, oh, what if you accidentally like hit a cymbal and you yeah. like, throw everybody off? Like you have to pretend and be like really high energy and. Yeah, that's a lot. So I'm glad Blackberry got a shout out for that. Yeah, and at least, you know, if you're on the guitar and if you're not sure what to do, you know, playing it or miming playing it, at least you can, you know, have a strut about the stage and, 
you know, be a bit wild, be a bit crazy, fling the guitar about, pretend to play it with your teeth or whatever. With a drum kit, you know, you're a bit more limited. Like you have to be kind of sat behind it. I mean, you can stand up and, and things every so often or maybe run around it or whatever, but you are quite limited in what you can do performance-wise, aren't you? Definitely. Um, Anna got a kind of similar criticism to Neil in that, like, her guitar playing wasn't very believable. Uh, what did you what did you think about Anna? I feel for Anna, you know, because she had such good critiques in the first half of the challenge, and then mm. I think it should just kind of went into herself a little bit, and it was like I think in one of our um, like confessionals, it was like, oh, you know, I got. I got my tricks aren't going well. I was saying, oh, your performance wasn't really good. But, you know, I was kind of just, what more could I do? I was stuck standing there. And it's like, there's so much more you could have done. Like, you aren't, you're not just stuck in place. Like, you know, you're not tethered. Like, you can make it what you want to make it, you know? I think that was like the disappointing thing with Hell's Foreplay. It's like Fantasia was in the middle and Neil was on her side yeah. and Anna was on her side and nobody moved. Whereas on the other team, like Orgotic, Orgotic was everywhere. Um, Throb and Cynthia were all over the stage. Like everybody was like interacting, but it was Hell's Foreplay was very like, you're there, you're there, you're there, yeah. you're there, and that's it. Yeah, we've all got our places. Like it just felt like it felt small mm. like it was a small performance um I really liked Anna's look I thought the look was really good um but yeah I just think I, I don't know I don't know what happened like whether she like, and I just felt like intimidated by you know the challenge as a whole like obviously knowing the gravity of that whole challenge anyway but yeah just being maybe not having that quite clear leadership of just you know let's do it this way like this is the vision it's like you say you stay there you stay there I'm in the middle I'm the I'm the front woman let's crack on because <laughs> in our little like peek at them rehearsing it sounds like Anna's got a lot of ideas but they're mm. all kind of shut down I mean that like the reasons for them not being good like sound fair as well but Anna's trying but nothing's really working out and you see in confessionals that she's very much like Fantasia should be in the bottom mm. um, what do you think about this train of thought because in various drag competitions if there is someone that's the leader even if the leader does exceptionally well people are always like they should be in the bottom, they were the leader we did badly, it's their fault um, what do you think about that? Yeah you know it's tricky isn't it because you you could be the the greatest leader but if people in your band like like you were saying earlier like you know if you're if you're doing a presentation or something and you can like do 90% of the work do absolutely you know all the research this that and the other but you've got a couple of people who are just like oh they'll do it I can't be asked and then your grade suffers at the end of the day isn't it and it's it's tough isn't it because why should you have to if you know if you have put a solid performance out there which Fantasia did like it was great performance why should she be in the bottom but also why are you as a leader then not picking up that someone's performance isn't is kind of letting letting them down and then letting the band down as a as a result of that it's it's a hard one isn't it it's it's a tricky it's a tricky issue 
I'm not going to give like a catch-all answer, but in this specific scenario, I was very like, so like Anna and Neil end up being the ones up for extermination, and Anna's like, in her confessional, Fantasia should be in the bottom, and Neil in their confessional is like, Fantasia shouldn't be in the bottom because it's not their fault that I'm terrible at playing guitar. Mm. But then there's a point in the cauldron where Neil's showing everyone what they were doing and Fantasia's like, you were doing that behind me? And I I kind of flipped and I was like, you're the band leader, you should have known what she was doing. And yeah. that's when I was kind of like, actually, maybe you should have because yeah. I, don't, like, I love Fantasia, but it's just like you were the leader and you, you'd had no idea what's happening behind you. So I don't like, in this yeah. scenario I'm a bit like but you should be checking. You should be knowing, like what what everyone should have known what everyone was doing. Not in a kind of like micromanaging way, but yeah, she should have had eyes on everybody and what they were going to be doing. Um. So yeah, in this situation, I like kind of have to agree with Anna. I think Mm. maybe Fantasia should have been in the bottom because, like I say, why do you not know what your team is doing? Yeah, I mean, unless you know. Neo drastically changed a guitar mm. playing style from rehearsal to stage, but I just feel like that no, <laughs> surely not. <laughs> so, oh, we've not even talked about the bullies looks yet. I was just about to get into the judges. Well, let's talk about the bullies looks this week. Oh, love, love, oh. love. Like- <laughs> They look absolutely amazing. Like they look like the queens in some like horror horror sci-fi movie or something, don't they? And mm. then like the cinematography when like on the close-ups, and there was like there was a blood splatter on them as well, which I thought was really cool. Like they just they look better and better every week. Like I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I did laugh though. You know, um, when they were sitting down and it's just them two doing the judging, and um. It's just like, oh, it's really pinching my arms. My little arm fat. Is it not hurting yours? No, is, are you not enjoying it? Is it not? And, like, we've all been there. We've all had, like, costumes or, like, dresses or outfits or whatever, especially when it was, um, you know, at, like, the point in the mid-2000s or whatever when every every dress went through that, like, horrible, like, cold shoulder, oh, like, bardo yeah. neckline. And it was just, yeah, the little pocket of armpit fat where it was like beauty's pain huns like this is what it is yeah I think this is one of my favorite looks of the season so far it was just it was very like little shop of horrors meets like spider-man in the upside down and I was living (laughs) living absolutely and uh this week we have uh judges and other judges and we have singer-songwriter Jasmine Bean who I wasn't familiar with prior to this but I had I looked her up like she seems like a very cool young lady she's only 20 um and her parents are both in the punk scene and uh yeah she seems like a cool girl and we had the return of season four winner and a main character in all of my fantasies (laughs) Dali (laughs) get the wet floor sign daddy Dali (laughs) is back (laughs) 
Oh, I love Dali so much. And they just looked so happy, like judging, like, oh. It felt this. very right to see Dali up on that uh, judging panel, I can tell you that now. <laughs> what did you think about some of the critiques that Dali and Jasmine were given the monsters? Do you know, I thought they were very fair. I think it was, you know, very, I think we, we get quite lucky with Dragula judges, I think. I don't think we've ever had judges on where you think you're just being a fucking arsehole. Yeah. Like, you're not just being, you know, nasty for nasty's sake or to, to bring the drama. Like, it is always very, like, calm, very measured. And, like, the the critiques are done with kindness and, and you know, from a good place of a, like, we really want to elevate you rather than it just make you feel like shit because you haven't blended out and you know an eyebrow or something <laughs> yeah definitely um where am i i like i thought jasmine's critiques were really good like she was obviously paying a lot of attention i totally agreed with her again with neo like she was obsessed with this like hairbrain thing and you see mm. even like like we were saying last week our editors never edit the monsters badly ever but even in the edit you could just see that like she was just fitting in as we'd say in Scotland with these braids and it just was not working at all Mm. um so chaotic are the winner like the winning band and orgotic is the winner overall of the challenge, I think very well deserved. Um, 100%. They led the team very well. They brought out the best in everybody. I'm curious as to see how everyone's going to interact with each other next week, because as Drac kind of pointed out, like they were fighting at the start of the episode, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're all in anyways again at the start of next week's episode. Yep. Like... It's, yeah, I think it is going to be very interesting to see how those dynamics shift when they haven't got something to, like, as a common goal to work towards for each other. Yeah. Um, so, as we said before, Neo and Anna are up for extermination. Uh, they must get a tattoo and they must be tattooed with the most heinous, trashy American-style design to remain in the competition. Wow. It's so nice to see the tattoo extermination back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was on last year, probably like COVID restrictions, which is completely fair. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm so glad we've brought the tattoo challenge back because it is one of the, like, you know, with bungee jumping in the dark, like, you know, that's that evening and mm. it's done. Right, they're stuck with this forever. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, I'm such a fucking nana. Like, when I was looking at it, like, when we get to it and obviously getting the tattoos and things, and I was just like, yeah, I hope they're going to provide, like, the panthen on set so that and make sure tattoo doesn't dry out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they do. <laughs> no, it's like, it's a, heinous, it's a heinous tattoo because it's infected. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so pre-tattoo, everyone heads back to the cauldron. Um Orgotic gives uh Neo like their staff that they had in the challenge and he's like, This this brought me so much luck. I hope it gives you luck. 
And then Fantasia, so messy, <laughs> reveals that Neo uh, was going to slap the shit out of Jay if Jay kissed or gossip during the challenge. She is claiming her man. That, like, yeah, just the mess. I thought Neo was going to, like, crawl on top of Fantasia's head to get her to show up. Like, <laughs> But I mean, we've all been there. I was you know, just thinking like, that. When you've got like, you know, you fancy someone or, you know, like being at school and you'd be all in the like in the classroom and then the, the you know, the person you fancy walks in, your mates are all like, Ey! and you're like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> or like, you know, it's like my mate fancies you. Will you go out with her after school? And it's oh just like, God, I want to yeah. die. I want to die. Shut the fuck up. And we've all, <laughs> you know, we've all been like when you're in the those first few months of you know being in a having a crush on someone and you feel absolutely fucking mental yeah and you are just a jealous bitch you know the cashier in the supermarket says have a nice day and you're like you fucking what um the cauldron is like quite like calm like other than this really um I just loved Jay tries to like read Anna for her <laughs> shoes. And she's like, I'm a 40-year-old woman. And kind of talking about her and Neil, like to the group about the extermination challenge. Neil was like, I really want to stay. And I was like, I do too. But at the end of the day, if I don't uh, have a tattoo and I get to have a, a good sleep. I'm like, you're such a mood. Like, I love that. <laughs> that bit as well where they're all reading each other for filth about what they're wearing and the shoes and the outfits and things and Jay like comes around the side of the setting and it's like my outfit you can't read my outfit this is like amazing but and then the earring falls off <laughs> like you cannot write comedy like that I, I rewound it like three times because I was like that's fucking phenomenal that is so like it's the funny. only time they've like shot the whole time as well <laughs> they were just like well that's my ass told and it just like gone, gone back, back round the couch again <laughs> excuse the fuck out of me <laughs> <laughs> so Neo and Anna go to the infamous tattoo van at this point and get their tattoos Neo looks so worried at first. She's like, I did not expect them to be like this. They're really big. (laughs) (laughs) Neo eventually decides to get a bird that is shaped like a William Bowles on their stomach as well. So sore. And Anna gets an American eagle holding a double-ended dildo on their lower back. Affectionately known as a tramp stamp. Because um, why would you not? Why would you exactly? Not? Was it just me that it was just like honestly like, standing there, like obviously in their bra, and I was like, "Who's this man?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, it was really like with the tattoo on the shoulder as well, and like all the like the hair. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that looks quite that's masculine. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you allowed this man on the I set. Know. <laughs> I just thought they looked really masculine and I was like, I wasn't expecting you to look like that, but <laughs> it was nice. It wasn't an unwelcome surprise. Mm. Um, 
but you know what uh, they both seem to be taking it really well they're just like they're just going through it like yeah. they're both saying it obviously hurts like I don't have a tattoo on my stomach kind of for that reason actually I'm too scared of the pain no I've got one on like my like my hip and that was it didn't hurt too much because I've got I've got some padding on the old hips. Like <laughs> people never seem to tire of telling us I've got childbearing hips. And I'm like, oh. that's not that's not the compliment you think that it is. Um, but yeah, like once it starts to like creep up into this the kind of stomach area, I'm like, you can stop, we can have a break for a second. So to get it like slap bang on the, the stomach at like no, Neo's braver than the Marines for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like, was there one that you liked better than the other, like, tattoo-wise? I, I, I think I prefer the eagle holding the um the double-ended dildo because I think if you did want to change that, it would be easier to change. I and mean, who wants a massive, like, knob tattooed on them? I know. Like, I, I remember, like, going to Leeds Festival when I was a teenager and there was a guy on the merch stall who um he had a like a very realistic penis that was tattooed from groin to ankle and I was just like are you okay hun like <laughs> why what like veins like little little cum droplets the lot like yeah right so yeah, I think that just the smaller the, the willy, the better, really. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, I still I you know, that was what, how old am I now? 32. That was yeah, like 10, 15 years ago. And I think about that probably weekly, that guy and his tattoo and what he looks like now. <laughs> wow, that is insane. Because I was just yeah. thinking like there's a local tattoo shop that's been there for like 40 years or something and they've you know like how all places have flash like on the wall <laughs> they have like screw-ups like ball bags and they're like dressed in different things and it's like you could see someone getting that as like a stupid like joke tattoo but a fucking willy the whole like inseam of your leg yeah wow it that wasn't like it was proper like thick line ink as well like it was a bold boy <laughs> wow oh my god yeah have you ever seen that program just tattoo of us <gasps> yeah where they get like yeah like people get it's basically like revenge tattoo isn't yeah. it it's like absolutely it, wild like you once burnt me dinner so now i'm gonna like tattoo just a, a bum hole across your head like congratulations we're now no longer friends like yeah I don't know how that program passed ethics I really don't (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) it is it truly is um so after getting their lovely tattoos unfortunately Anna is exterminated no I'm devastated I've lost two of my top three already (laughs) how many episodes in are we five yeah five I'm counting uh, on Fantasia to be in the top three <laughs> oh, how sad is that? Oh, that yeah that's not good for you <laughs> no it's not I'm gonna have to go back and listen I can't remember who I said 
Oh, I can't remember who he said either. <laughs> How is my memory this bad? Like, this is it's worrying. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I said Nick. I feel like I said Neil was one of them. Yeah, I think you did as well. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen. But you're safe. Yourself. You're sort of fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, I th- do you know what? I think it was Anna's time, unfortunately, as, yeah. as bad as that makes us to say. But it, yeah, it doesn't make it hurt any less. I know, like... Yeah, they've done well. And like they said, they've got a new tattoo and they get to have a sleep. So yeah. an should, eternal I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's happy, so that's the main thing. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode. Um, you know, we've got no clues for next week, unfortunately. Um, but you know, that like that is what Dragula is like it's unpredictable mm. do you know that way yeah I mean we were just talking weren't we like last week about how strong Neo's run's been and then it's the week after she's in the bottom it's like what yeah <laughs> like you just can't predict it um and I'm hoping like you know as we go as we move forward this episode has been a lovely lovely break from being on the everyone attack JK train long may that fucking continue because it was getting to the point where it was like I don't don't know if I want to carry on watching this like it's not nice to watch this every single week for something that we 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 don't know what's happening like the bullies said themselves as well like on their podcast they were like we don't know why it's happening either like this feels crazy um so yes more of that please (laughs) Hopefully because Jay's had like three people work quite closely with them and they were like quite amiable mm. to work with that um like it stops now because yeah, like there is no good reason why what's no. happened for the last four weeks has been happening. No. Like, uh, yeah. We need a break. I can see. Yeah. More nice stuff, please. <laughs> it's like the total opposite of what Dragula is it's like we want fighting and filth and scary things and we're just like can everyone be friends <laughs> but but like I want the filth I want the like the horror I want this that and the other but I want the vibe of it to be like the Great British Bake Off <laughs> where yeah. everyone's lovely to each other <laughs> it's always so funny when people try and like be trolls around the Great British Bake Off and people are like they win a glass plate yeah. <laughs> like please be serious it's like did you ever see there was um I can't remember who it was like Yorkshire Tea on Twitter who would like a tweeted something and someone replied being like I think it's a fucking disgrace that you're like tweeting about this and blah 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 blah, like this and they just replied like the most savage reply ever being like susan you're shouting at a tea account on twitter (laughs) (laughs) we make tea bags right it's like yes like yeah (laughs) i do just think that about trolls in general like how do you have the time in your day to actually like message people Mm. and be like i hate you yeah. They say a lot worse things than that, but you know well, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like you're lucky if I 
like, I mean, my Twitter feed is basically just me talking about reality telly and Real Housewives and the fucking UK government. Um, but, you know, it's a miracle I remember to update anything on there. Never mind be like, right, I'm going to see what fucking, I don't know, who who is a person. Ariana Grande has tweeted today and I'm going to just reply to that. Just absolute bile. Or I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to tweet at PG Tips and be like, why is your tape bags made like that? I get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the total opposite. See, when I've had a drink in me and then like everyone's out for a cigarette and I'm just on a phone and I'm like, love you, babes, love this for me. <laughs> I mean, don't get us wrong, there's that. But I think that's like nice trolling. <laughs> Yeah, you just love everyone. (laughs) I do when I've had a drink in me. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I'm like, stay away. Um, (laughs) But I, the way people act on social media is so funny. And Mm. even me when I'm drunk and I tell everyone I love them, uh, that is also odd (laughs) behaviour. At least you're not like that girl who messaged Gatwick Airport when she was really pissed, being like, hi, hon, you okay? Like, <laughs> recently where someone tried to phone Little on Instagram <laughs> when they were drunk. Girl, what are you doing? Oh, God, I love the internet. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that wraps things up for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with a review of episode six. Oh, where's the time gone? Yeah, no, we're over halfway through. Can you even believe it? Uh, Sophie, where can people find you online? So for the aforementioned reality telly talk on Twitter and things, I am Soph Serves Face on the Bird app and on Instagram, I am Sophie Serves Face. I am at Hyatt's Lindsay underscore on all social media. You find the podcast at Girlfriend Pod on Twitter and Girlfriends underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, We'll be back next week with a review of episode six of Dragula season five. But until then, stay spooky.